During the live stream leading up to Lover, she compared her previous albums to Cat's characters, citing the debut to be Victoria, Fearless to be Jemima, Speak Now to be Gus, Red to be Bomb Ballerina, 1989 to be Mistopheles, Reputation to be Grizabella, and Lover to be Strap. That was a reading <laughs> from the <laughs> promotional tour of Taylor Swift. This is Podcats, the pod about cats. I am TV's Kevin Lanigan, and on the episode today is Alex Condi. Hello. I did not get an official pronunciation on your last name. I you nailed it. I did that's, it good. That's actually the only person who said it right on the first try. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's why I've, I've not spoken it aloud on purpose for a long <laughs> yeah. time to make sure that I got it right the first time. Yeah. Well, you nailed it. Yeah. Well, um, in the in the lead up to podcasts, almost right after I announced that I wanted to do this stupid dumb show, yeah, you were the first person to come to me, yeah. the first of a a floodgate of people that were like, <laughs> I must speak on cats. Yeah. Um, of course, Matt Rain was amongst that number, friend of the show, Matt Rain. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, you you came to me with a with a with a, a strong innate desire. Oh yeah. You had some cats that needed to be let out of some bags. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, this is the the kind of special wordplay you can expect. Uh, so what fun. what is it about cats that speaks to you so much? Um I grew up seeing a lot of shows with my mom. We had, like, a season pass to uh, the Pittsburgh, like, national touring thing where all these, like, six shows a season would come and to Pittsburgh and tour, and we had season tickets all the way in the back, so we had, we like, do binoculars and watch. So I was, like, very into musicals, and I we had Netflix, and at the time the only, like, musicals that you could get on Netflix were, like, Cats and... Rent, I think. I don't know when Rent came out, actually. Do you have Disc Netflix? Yeah, we had Disc Netflix oh, when Disc man. Netflix was happening. And Halcyon it was a queue days. where you, like, dragged it. And I kept getting cats. And my mom would be like, okay, time to send back cats. So I'd send it back, and then I would just take it and drag it to the top <laughs> of the queue again. And it would come again in the mail. And she'd be like, this is not how you use Netflix. So, so while your parents were waiting for, like, season two, disc three of whatever, yeah. like, drama show they were, of NCIS to come in the mail. Yeah. You were getting cats on repeat. Yeah, yeah. What age is this? I would say um, elementary school, middle school elementary era. School. Like, very young. And I didn't even like cats. It was just, like, one of the only, like, outlets that I had. If you could get that and Rent, like a filmed theater version of no, no, no. Well, Rent is a movie, and that's actually one of my favorite movies. Like two thousand six, Rent with like Tay Diggs. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So I don't think it was. mm, I guess I wasn't getting that, but it was like the Cats is a filmed version of Cats, but Mm. it's staged. But it's not like a live performance. There's no, there's no audience, and they've added like. Mm-hmm. 1998 special effects. So at the yeah. end of like Mr. Mistopheles, <laughs> he disappears into like iMovie sparkles. Yeah. It's a real, it's a high quality production. It's really good and it's straight to DVD. So straight. they had no plans on releasing it in theaters, which is fair. Which is fair, but also, I mean, that, because the Cats comes out in like 83 in London mm-hmm. and then makes it big in the late 80s in New York. Like, this is a huge, massive blockbuster success. It takes them like a full decade to put out that DVD because that's like a 90. They, I feel like they missed their prime window. The cat's window. Yeah. The, cat's, the cat door. <laughs> yeah. They, they didn't get through it in time. Yeah. But, um, uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> 
It's lost the time. It's lost the time. Like sand in the hourglass. It's sad. Right. But you um, came to me with, oh, wow. uh, mm-hmm. you. there were certain things about cats that you had to yeah. get off of your chest. Yeah. Well, okay. So we had like this music teacher in the elementary school or middle school. They blur together and his name was Mr. Sagrimis and he had like long hair and he was like the typical music teacher in like middle school where he's like, I was Jesus Christ in the community production of Jesus Christ Superstar. I was... Uh, the talking plant in Little Shop of Horrors, uh, like a community production, like, and he would show us videos of those performances taped, and we were all like, okay, <laughs> taped on like early '80s like camcorders, yeah, like not, not even good. tracking the actors, just a stationary tripod shot yeah, of the stage. Yeah, it was, and it's like he's not even he's Aubrey three, so he's not even like on the stage. He's like in the plant, I guess. And we're, <laughs> all the scenes were like, I guess we have to watch this, but like. One of the one times he let us, like, watch a movie was Cats, and, like... Oh, man. I know. During Rum Tum Tugger, everyone was, like, looking around, like, this is kind of hot. And I was, like, losing my mind. I was, like, oh, my God. This is, like, this is, like, the sexiest thing I've ever seen. And I rewatched it a couple weeks ago, and it's not anymore. <laughs> it's no longer the, the height of eroticism. No, not anymore. Rum Tum Tugger, the curious cat. I know. But he does do a lot of, there's a lot of hip circles, yeah. there's a lot of, he's like this 80s hair rocker yeah. cat. Yeah, and he uh, has like a fur, like, la- I mean, he's wearing like a black body spandex suit, but he has like the fur collar and like a studded belt, and oof, wow. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good, and when you're young and you're you're looking for anything you're just looking for like yeah. scraps of eroticism to yeah. like compile together <laughs> and figure out your whole thing yeah an you... adult man in a spandex suit is it that's it <laughs> i feel like that's it for a lot of people i feel like when you're young and you see like your first professional dance production or whatever mm. and all of those people are in skin tight whatever yeah so whoever or whatever you are into is available to you <laughs> in as close to the naked form as you've ever seen yep. it's it's leaves little to the imagination these these dance costumes yeah and you're still young where you don't want to see naked bodies like you don't even look at your own when you're getting changed like you're just like i hope this outfit looks good because i'm not looking at a beer were you <laughs> hiding <laughs> Yeah. All of my mirrors were, like, shrouded because I didn't want to see um, my body. But that's everyone, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's everyone, right? I I still have a little bit. Like, there is a, there is a like, a, a large mirror in my room that I try to avoid at all costs, really. <laughs> yeah, our bathroom has um, this mirror that runs all the way across the length of the wall. So when you get in the shower, there's a mirror in there. And you're just like, can't wait for this thing to fog up. <laughs> the one that you have, like, in this bathroom yeah, right this here, bathroom. where I can, like, watch myself shit. Yeah, it's crazy. That part's funny, but when you're watching yourself take a shower, you're like, mm. <laughs> No, thank no, you. Thank you. <laughs> watching yourself take a poo is really funny. Yeah. So, so I guess Cats is a... It, this is a new perspective on Cats that I'm getting after, like, ten no of these episodes. No one else gets as, horny from Cats? No, no, no. We all get horny from Cats. Okay. Um, that, that is a universal constant, and I'm okay, worried, yeah. like, what this movie is going to do. 
to yeah. us. I feel like a lot of the eroticism is being stripped away from the movie. The yeah. the inherent eroticism of people in tight clothes dancing I, that's is I'm being really, taken away from I'm us. I'm really mad. When I saw the CGI, I was like, why couldn't they have just taken the CGI money and just made really expensive cat costumes? Because that's that would have looked better because the CGI looks bad and... That would have kept, like, the inherent, like, the sexiness of cats. Right. And it's, like, we have recently, news has broken that even furries are not interested in this version of cats. (laughs) Like, this is not what they're into. This is not what they want the, the furry object to be. And so it's, it exists now in this, this nether state, this purgatory, where, like, Yeah, Idris Elba in, like, skin-tight clothes as a cat could have been hot. Yeah. But now it's just this weird tweener space. Yeah. Where where it's it's Schrodinger's cat. It's, like, hot (laughs) and not hot at the same time. And you cannot get fully immersed in anything that's happening. Yeah, I don't think any... I don't think there is... And you can quote me on this. I don't think there's one person that's gonna go genuinely see the Cats movie. You think it's uh, irony across the board? Absolutely, absolutely. I don't believe anyone that's like, I can't wait to go see Cats. It's like, because you want to make fun of it or see what it is. (laughs) I I think this is going to be a surprisingly huge smash hit. I I think this is going to blow up the box office. People are going to be taking their kids to this. Exactly. It's a Christmas movie. It's a kids' family Christmas movie. There's going to be thousands of people in one theater. I'll be there. I mean, I'm going. <laughs> like, most of the existence of theater nowadays exists for the elderly ticket market, the the season ticket holder, the, the white hairs who go and see anything because mm. it's a way to, like, get out of the house and not talk to each other for a few hours. And so the matinee market for cats, I think, is going to be gigantic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like when Les Mis came out around Christmas, and my mom and I went and saw it, and we both cried. (laughs) (laughs) It's... That movie has problems, but there's Mm -hmm. something so good and pure about Les Mis just as a musical, as a concept, that the litany of mistakes they made can only make Les Mis so bad. Yeah, like the live singing was not good. Because it's not... They're not... Broadway singers, so, like, you don't want to hear them sing live. Yeah. Hugh Jackman is, like, a oh, yeah. Tony Award nominee. But even Hugh Jackman, like, you can tell that he's not, like... Quote, quote me on this, you can tell he's not, like, an amazing singer. He's good, but no. he's not, like, Josh Groban good. Right. <laughs> if, if Josh Groban is our bar... Right, then he should if be. That, yeah. If, like... like what was it, season one of Glee, where they were just like, we're meeting Josh Groban! Okay, yeah. Josh Groban being the, like, benchmark. Yeah. I think Josh Groban's in um, season one of Glee two times. Okay. Once because Shelly invites him to that. Remember when they did, like, the Acafellas? Oh, And it was, like, of weird. Right, 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 right. Stephen Tobolowski is like, yes. we can get Josh Groban to right. come see Acafellas. So then Josh Groban does show up, and he's like, Everyone's like, oh my god, he's here to see us sing. And then you realize that he's here to, like, give Shelby a restraining order. But then they also get Josh Groban to come back at, like, the finale when it's... I think it's only hmm, It's regional. only regionals It's only regionals, one. yeah. So he's there. I think it's him and Lindsay Lohan and someone else. Oh, man. I could be wrong, but I'm probably not. Oh, no, <laughs> I think you're right. And yeah. they do the... Oh, boy, it's been a minute. They do the... That's the journey 
mm-hmm. uh, where they just do like a whole set of journey. Yeah, and they sing "Don't Stop Believing" for like the eighth. 80th time in season one. It's a lot. Yeah. If you listen to any interviews or like read any interviews with anyone who was in Glee, and they'll be like, what's your least favorite performance? Everyone is like, when any time we hit this thing, don't stop believing. So. It was a bad song. Always. It's It's not not a good song. And they did it 30. I know it was like the big moment. I know it was like the first of their several like huge radio hits and every mm-hmm. so often mm-hmm. like the glee christmas soundtrack comes up if you just like go on spotify and look up yeah. just any random christmas playlist you'll get mm-hmm. last christmas by uh finn and rachel like it comes back up um <laughs> but it, it did not i used to be like a religious glee head uh like my or gleek i'm sorry yeah i, I failed you Yikes. uh because like my high school music teacher brought in sit down you're rocking the boat as like a choral piece that we were gonna do and i was like from glee this is from glee <laughs> and there, and he was like well he didn't say this but he was like oh the song they do as an example of them being a bad glee club in the yeah. pilot of yeah. glee <sighs> wow but like that's what I wanted Glee to be, is just them doing... I mean, it was them doing Broadway numbers, but not, like, in a... Not as much. They did do a song from Cats. They did Memory. Who sang it? Kurt. Not Rachel. You expect it to be Rachel. Mm, I kind of expect it to be Kurt. <laughs> Kurt gets to do a lot of those. Yeah. Kurt got to do that heartbreaking song about the chair still being a chair. The chair is still a chair when there's no one sitting Even when there's no one sitting there. Uh, but a house is not a home. Oh my god. I love Glee so much. <laughs> I feel like a lot of this is going to... I have no outlet to talk about Glee. So this I is... have every outlet to talk about <laughs> You take every opportunity. Yeah, I don't listen to um, Jenna and... Uh, who played Artie? What's his name? Kevin uh, McHale. They have a podcast and I don't listen to it because what? I'm a bad person. But Jenna who? Um, I'm failing. Ashkowitz, I think, is how you say her last name. Who did she play on the oh, show Oh, she was Glee. Tina. Oh! Yeah. Oh. She's like a Broadway... She, like, has won a Tony for, like, producing, and then... For producing? I think so, yeah. Not for performing? No. Because she was always, again, on Glee, and I feel bad for her, but she was always the example of, like, the girl that didn't have it. Yeah, and I was, which is weird because she does have it. It's like <laughs> three episodes into Glee, Rachel quits Glee Club for the first of 80 mm-hmm, times, mm-hmm. and they're trying to use her as the new linchpin to sing tonight from West Side Story, yeah. which is not a ridiculously hard song to sing. No. And and she just can't hack it. She's no, no Rachel Berry. Well, okay, no one's Rachel Berry. I literally think Leah Michelle is the best singer that's ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> ever? Ever? Existed. Yeah, ever existed. Every time you hear her sing, I'm like, this is perfect and it can't get any better. <laughs> We've topped out here. Yeah, I just wish she would go back to Broadway, but she won't. She's filming a Lifetime movie in Hawaii right now. Why would you pass that up? Why would you pass that up? It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's going to be a giant Lifetime movie. Where Glee, where are they now? Morrison was on Broadway in some, like, Peter Pan musical not that long ago, I, I feel. I hate Matthew Morrison so much. I saw him in a show in, like, January. My friend Sarah Gar and I went and saw, like, this Broadway Today Tick show because Ethan Slater was in it, and we're sure. really big. SpongeBob had just closed, and we were really big. Uh, uh, posters on your I wall, <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants, the Broadway musical. I know. That's I'm a- sorry I missed it. It was so good. I saw it three times. The first time I saw it, I was like, this is amazing. The second time I saw it, I was like, this is my favorite musical um, besides Fiddler on the Roof. And then the third time I saw it was closing, and we everyone cried. But... <laughs> We saw, yeah, so we went to a Today Ticks concert, and, like, Matthew Morrison, it was hosted by Darren Chris, which we were like, yes, and Darren Chris was like, 
okay, well, I said I wasn't going to sing, but I am. And everyone's like, of course you are. <laughs> It'd Why be would you crazy not? if you didn't do a song. And he's like, I just, just took this guitar off of someone. And, and like, he brought out the Warblers. Yeah. And, they, <laughs> and they sang Bills. That was, I bought the Warblers specifically same, cast album. Same. And that was the one that was on rotation in my car in it's high school. very good. I it was them. the best one. It's really good. The Warblers are really good. Warblers kept me alive during season two. That was what kept me watching yeah. Glee season two. <laughs> And then the show made it very clear that the Warblers were not going to be an important part of the show anymore. Yeah. And I said, no, thank you. Is that when you stopped watching season two? Uh, I, I stopped at the finale. Because the Glee oh, season two finale. It's really good. Okay. Are you going to say it's really bad? I'm going to put that opinion in my back pocket and I'm going to keep it there until I leave. They're and then when I leave your apartment, I'm going to scream <laughs> that it was bad. Well, I think everything about Glee is good. Like, not everything, but I won't stop watching it. I love the season two finale they're in new york and they're like they start out on the tkts steps and uh-huh. rachel berry buys tickets to cats wow and she's like the longest running broadway musical like i bought a bunch of tickets so we can go see cats and i think it was like it was either um quinn or santana i think it was quinn where she's like cats has been closed for like 20 years and rachel was like oh i thought it was strange that i had to like swipe my credit card through the man's butt crack and it's like <laughs> that's one of those <laughs> But like Glee moments yeah. that defies any sense of reality that exactly, the show managed exactly. to hold on to. And it's like, um, <laughs> it's like Rachel Berry would know that Cats is not on Broadway. Rachel Berry would be A, on top of her shit, and yes. B, would know not swipe her credit card through, through a man. That's not a square. That's a man's butt crack. That's a man's butt crack. And the reason why I'm telling the story is because we saw Matthew Morrison in concert, right. and he's he is terrible. He's a terrible person. I hate Mr. Shu, and turns out I also hate Matthew Morrison. <laughs> he was wow. like, everyone turn to a stranger and just like put your hand on their heart and hug them. No, and, like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, Sarah and I turned to each other and we were like, no, we're not going to be doing <laughs> Turn to a stranger? Yeah. You don't know what a stranger's bringing to the table. Exactly. I mean, it was a Today Six concert, so everyone was like super nice and into Broadway. Sure. But like... I am not putting my hand on a stranger's chest or letting someone touch my heart because, like, that's where my boobs are. So <laughs> <laughs> The heart is where the boobs are. The heart are. is where the boobs are. <laughs> I'm crocheting that at home. I'm doing a needlepoint of the heart mm-hmm. is where the boobs are. Put it on Etsy, it'll sell. I think so. I think so. I think I can make a tidy nut off of that. A tidy nut? A nut. I mean, you make your nut. It's a, it's your, your nest. It's disgusting. And then I'm Kevin did a hand gesture as if he was throwing dice or something, but it looked... No, that was my crochet. And you weren't like that. It looked I, like you I were was presenting the needle point <laughs> like, for not. everyone and to then... see. Okay. I'm sorry. It was not supposed to be gross, but <laughs> well, we're talking about nut cats. just means something different. Yeah, cats is... This... Every episode of this show comes back to boinking. We are... Cats yes. is... is interminably linked. It, it cannot be separated from boinking. Even though none of the cats are... Well, several of the cats are very horny. And that is undeniable. Mm-hmm. Rumtum Tugger is a, a, a horny cat. Yeah. And he wants to make us horny for him. And it works. All the cats on, are like on him during the song and he's like literally throwing them off of him and they're like they just like are on the ground and then they like crawl up to him. And I'm like... Mm. Yeah. Okay, me too. Yeah. And then Macavity as a song is just people Ooh. being horny for Macavity. Well, he's like the they mentioned isn't he the one he's that they the mentioned like a million times throughout the show and then you 
They sing his song. Yeah, he doesn't even sing his own song. No. Why? He can't be bothered. He sings a piece of somebody else's song, so we will get Idris Elba to sing, or maybe they'll remix it into a rap, because we can all expect Idris Elba's rap album to to be (laughs) dropping soon. Uh, I heard it on Hot Ones. Is Um, it good? Oh, I I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard. I don't have like a leaked, Um. I don't have a Napster leaked copy (laughs) of Idris Elba's upcoming rap album, but he promised it to me on his episode of Hot Ones. I don't watch Hot Ones because they're like 20 minutes long. I only like just started. They're very relaxing. They're good. I can just like sit down and just like listen to them talk, but I can also pull out my phone and I will just like miss something. It's something I don't have to pay like rapt attention to. Yeah. Which is nice. I think I've seen one episode of Hot Ones, and it took me, like, three installments to watch. Because <laughs> they're, like, 30 minutes long. Yeah. But I won't... I will watch a 30-minute BuzzFeed YouTube video where it's like, we wear each other's clothes for a day. And I'm like, hmm, that sounds interesting. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> this is important journalism. I was like, but they're investigation not... Investigation discovery. Yeah, they're not wearing their own clothes. Someone hmm. else's? I have to figure that Do out. Do they fit right? They usually do. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's incredible. I know. BuzzFeed's doing the important work. I know. Right Every time I watch a BuzzFeed video, I'm like, what a great use of time. <laughs> I'm glad I did this. The Try Guys, they did try. They did try. And that's all I can ask them to do. I can't believe they're on tour right now. What is their tour? They're, like, selling out, like, huge venues. Oh, they're selling out. But, like, what... <laughs> What are... Um, what is a BuzzFeed Try Guys live Well, they're not show? BuzzFeed anymore. They're just, they're, they, they've separated they've, off? They've separated, but BuzzFeed, like, still supports them in, like, but <laughs> they're, like, it's weird. I don't know. There must be some kind of deal, but they're their own company now. Like, oh. Try Incorporated or something. <laughs> <laughs> Incorporated. Try about, Enterprises. Yeah. Try Limited. But what, I, I guess I'm just wondering what that live show looks like. There's, like, pyrotechnics and, like, dancing and costumes. I don't know. Someone who went to high school with when I should have asked her, but I don't talk to anyone. From high school anymore. Is there a story there? No, I made. I have like three friends in high school, and then you cats girl. I they were like this. No one wants to be friends with this cats girl. Um, I had like three friends in high school, and then I only kept in touch with one because she was like my best friend for ten years. And like just last year, she decided she didn't want to be my friend anymore while we were living together. And I was like, Yay! (laughs) You woke up one morning, and she was like, I don't want to be your friend. Yeah, she was standing over my girl, (laughs) and I was like, No. Oh, and I started crying. Um, and then I put on Rumpum Tugger and jerked off. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's inseparable from this song. It's a it's a horny song. It's a really by horny song. and for horny people. Yeah. And Andrew I, Lloyd Webber, as a man, unstoppably horny. <laughs> you can't listen to Phantom or even oh my Love God. Never Dies Ooh. without <laughs> just it emanating a man that is not getting it at the rate that he thinks he should. Um, I hate that. I am not a huge Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. Like, I had a greatest hit scene and I didn't listen to it much, but I just watched Phantom of the Opera for the first time. <laughs> the Gerard Butler version? Yes, for okay. the first time ever. Like, I've never seen Phantom. I'm a huge Broadway person, just have never seen Phantom because I think growing up I put on, I put it on once because it was on TV and it was like the scene where, like, the phantom is a boy in a cage. And I was like, I'm not into this. At, like, the freak show. Yeah, and I was like... Because he has, like, some scarring on his face. Yeah, and his hair Which is <laughs> obviously equivalent to, like, a Siamese twins or a bearded woman. Yeah. And a, a kid with some scars yeah, on his face. Yeah, and they're face. like, treat him badly. And as a kid, I was like, 
mm, I'm not into this, but I just watched it oh. like a month ago. An incredible film. And I was like, this is, I literally turned to Sarah Lefebvre, who's in the room right now, and I was like. Who has been like, our silent yeah, partner through like, all of this? She was like, I want to, can I listen to the podcast and not say anything at all? And I'm like, of course. But we were watching Fan of the Opera, and I, there's this part where like Gerard Butler's wearing this costume, and he like rips off his cape, and I was like, oh. I turned to her and I was like, this is the hottest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the hottest thing I have ever seen. I, yeah, and Patrick Wilson in that movie, like, oh, oh my oh, god. Oh, Patrick Wilson a snack in that movie. Patrick Wilson a snack all the time, but it's like, in that movie with that wig, and he has like the long shoulder length hair that like when he's holding out. a sword in a graveyard, oh my god, he's objectively like the hottest thing anyone can do is yeah. hold a sword in a graveyard. <laughs> and he like fences, Ew. ooh. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So it turns out *Phantom of the Opera* is the hottest movie I've ever seen. It was made. It is an erotic film. It's very erotic, and I am gonna see it on Broadway. Foolish boy. That's so. While good. I'm in the room, I'm just gonna say one thing. Please. <laughs> um, Alex now listens to the soundtrack every time she showers, and I'll be like in the living room, and all you can hear is like. Murdered in there, <laughs> but Alex goes all out and like drops chandeliers from the yeah, ceiling. Man. It's, I mean, it sounds like <laughs> I also listen to my music way too loud. I've been realizing, especially in the shower. I mean, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, and things like echo in the bathroom. So that's where you want to listen to fans. You can get the real like reverb. Uh, now, are you singing along in the shower, or are you just? It's a listening experience. I don't usually sing in the shower. I'm usually primary listening. You light some incense and a cup of tea, and you're just listening to fans. Yeah, taking notes. Not as you're like they're. They don't want me participating. I on can't the cast sing album. as well as them, except Gerard Butler. I'm sure I could. I think you could beat Gerard. Butler. Yeah. Well, apparently the whoever made the film was like, I'm looking for actors that can sing, not singers that can act. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which is bold. which uh, chose because that that move, you know, Patrick Wilson can sing. He like, was he's Broadway. A Broadway man. Yeah, he was on Broadway. Um, I, I don't know the. Emmy Rossum. Thank you. She's um, like 18. Yeah, she looks like a child, and Gerard Butler looks like a. 40-year-old man, as he has always looked, yeah. it is uncomfortable, yep. but I guess that's kind of the point. She's drawn to him because he's, like, mysterious and sexy. Mm, he's got an underground... He has a horse underground. This cave is insane. <laughs> I was like, where does this horse go? Where does it eat? Where did it come from? Yes. Where did it go? Where does it where go did... when they're not riding it? Cotton Eye Joe. Um, <laughs> right, it's, he's leading her down to his subterranean bat cave and suddenly she's on a horse and then they're on a boat no horse where did the horse go (laughs) these are the questions they've got the fucking things rising out of the the water but they're on fire so good incredible um but but phantom the movie is the most andrew lloyd webber has ever been involved in an adaptation of his work like Mm. he financed that movie that's why it's there are some budgetary shortcuts that you can see on the screen. Yep. Um, and he chose Joel Schumacher as the director. Like, that was his pick for director. He saw Batman and Robin, and he was like, that guy. <laughs> um, he he was heavily involved in the casting. Like, this is that this is Andrew Lloyd Webber as a as a as a film financier putting this movie together. Well, he nailed it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. It's really good. It's, it's, it's fun. I like it. <laughs> like it so much. It's, 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 
It's its own special beast. Yeah, well, have you seen, like, Bram Stoker's Dracula with, um, Keanu? And Gary Oldman. Uh, that, speaking of uh, horny films. Yes, exactly. That's, I got the same exact vibe from that film as I did from Phantom. So I was like, this is just Dracula was singing, which is more suited for me. <laughs> Dracula was singing. Yeah. You, you're sitting there watching Dracula and you say, mm. More singing. I was like, this scene, but imagine if they were singing. There must be a Dracula musical. There, well, there's, um... There's one from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's exactly. Dracula musical with puppets. Yeah. It's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. I've seen that movie 400 times. I like that movie. It's it's a treat. It's very good. It's a treasure. It's It made me think that I like Russell Brand. Uh, I don't. I like track. Aldous Snow, the character in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, I do not like Russell I Brand. I don't like Russell Brand. And when he was big and like, I was in middle school and I was just like, I fucking hate this guy. And like, my friends were like reading his book and I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. And then, you know, for a while he was everywhere. He was like, yes. he had his own talk show. They made a fucking sequel to Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Get him to the Greek. Doesn't hold up. Get him. Uh, there's a lot of drugs in that movie. Yeah. Aren't drugs funny? Are they? Um, the, he, yeah, he had his own show. And it was one of those shows, I don't remember the title, but the title was something like, are you offended? The TV show. Love that. Hate love that. Hate love that. when a Netflix special is titled Triggered. There's only four of them so far. <laughs> I think we need some more. And then he was the voice of, like, the Easter Bunny in some fucking movie called, like, Hop. I was gonna say, was it Hop? He was at, oh, was it Hop? <laughs> was it Hop? It was not Legend of the Guardians. Um, do you want to get into this week's song selection? Yes! The Rum Tum Tum. Absolutely. My... Spoilers, my personal favorite song in the entire show. Mine too. Um, it's a it's a great song. It is, in fact, scientifically a bop. It is also the only cat song that is not two minutes too long. Yeah, it's All like of three these minutes. fucking yeah. songs are five and a half minutes long. I was going through, like, the... Yeah, I was just going through the soundtrack the other day because I was like, I forget everything about cats, as everyone does as they grow up, and... Yeah, like, Gus the Theater Cat is, like, seven minutes long. There's one song that's 12 minutes long, which I didn't even start. It's is that crazy. the Jellicle Ball, I, think, I so. think, is, like, 12 minutes long? And that is just, like, there's no word. It's just balletic. It's just, like, a... <sighs> it's it's it, it, horrendous. This song... Perfect. Tight three and a half <laughs> rock song. I love it. Let's go. It's very high-tech operation <laughs> that we got going on here. These horns... Amazing. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic, not iconic. Iconic. If you offer me pheasant, I'd rather have grouse. If you put me in a house, I would much prefer a flat. If you put me in a flat, then I'd rather have a house. If you set me on a mouse, then I only want a rat. If you set me on a rat, then I'd rather chase a mouse. All right, 47 seconds. We have had a verse, <laughs> a bridge, and a chorus. We, we, 47 seconds. They, know, they were like, let's get it all out as fast as possible. They know, they knew what they had, which was like <laughs> this really, really good 
horns, and it will do. As he, they, they, and they just wanted to get it to you as quickly as possible, which I appreciate. Yeah. Hate listening to a song waiting a minute and a half to get to the first chorus. Stop yeah. Wasting my time. Don't give me 45 seconds yeah. of instrumental leading into it. No, you only listen to a song for the chorus. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it. Yeah! Yeah, exactly. Like, we all, we're all there for the chorus. Yeah. What's it's the part, the part we yeah. remember. It's the part that the song's named after. <laughs> it's the part that the, everyone remembers and sings. And I love, especially a Broadway chorus. Oh, like, I'm, like, 20 voices singing at once. I lose mm. my mind. I'm like, oh, they all sound so good. <laughs> Get it to me. Uh, the, the, the closest thing I can think of to that is uh, the first song in Les Mis, Look Down. Ooh. They just start chorus. It mm-hmm. starts yep. with, and it's so iconic. It's, yeah. it's iconic, not iconic. iconic. It's iconic. <laughs> um, listen to Word on the Straits. Yeah, I heard your pod, your episode's coming up. It's coming up. Yeah. It's we're we're working on the scheduling and I would like to get them on this show. Ooh. They don't know that. I need to talk to Sam. I've already talked to Sam and I was like, you need to be on podcast. So needs like, to be on podcast. And he was like, well, Kevin's going to be on Word on the Straits. Eh, 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 eh. Um, but anyway, but like most songs in Cats, there are certain songs, it's two minutes before the title character shows up. Ugh. Gus the theater cat, it takes two <laughs> minutes for that asshole, <laughs> that old bitch to show up on stage and tell me who he is. It's, it's just like two minutes of lead up. It's like, I, each cat has a song. Yeah. Why aren't they singing their own songs and why aren't they on stage the whole time? It's mystifying. But if you go to different versions of this soundtrack, there's the, on Spotify at least, there are several different versions, but like the London one and the Broadway one and the main ones, you can listen to the same song in those two soundtracks. They are different songs. They are sung, oh. sometimes... On the London version, a character will sing their own song, but then on the Broadway version, someone else is singing about them, and, like, the tense has been changed. It's deeply strange. I have not gotten to the bottom of this mystery. (laughs) I need someone who can tell me what the fuck is going on. I've had cast members of Cats on this fucking show, and they have not been able to. This is something they didn't know. This, This thing goes deep, and I want to know what the fuck is going on. Uh, more Tugger. Mm. Oh, it's jazz. <laughs> that guy has an opinion. <laughs> well, he's jealous. He puts progressively more stink on that section oh, as the so song goes. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Oh, well, it's... Like, yeah, on the, in the movie, I mean, it's like every... He's, what, like, moving his hips when he does that? Yeah. And, not, like, every, the cats are, like, following it like it's a, a laser or a pointer <laughs> or something. It's so electric and good. And you... I like these other songs in this show that can be six <laughs> minutes long. And I'm still like, wait, 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 what... 
who is this guy? What the? What is going on? Right. This song, you know immediately. This cat, he's a bad boy. He's not gonna do what you want him. No. He's he's a he's two capital B's a bad boy. Mm. He rides a motorcycle. He's got the leather jacket. You yep. do not take him home to mom. No. You cannot. You know, if you're like, I want to go to the movies. Guess what? We're going to the park. Uh, but next day, you're like, I want to go to the park. Guess what? You're going to the movies. He literally says that. He's yeah. like, some days I want a rat. Some days I want a mouse. Some days I want a. It's crazy. If you give me a mouse, I would rather have a rat. But, like, if you give me a rat, I'd rather have a mouse. You yeah. can't. You just want to please him and you can't. You can't. Ugh. And that's probably, this was probably the start of me only dating guys that were, like, absolutely mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with the Duggar. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. More stink on that piano, too. It's like a bar lock. That verse is wild. Not a he's not a cuddler. He doesn't. He's not a cuddler. You can't snuggle up to him on the couch and watch Netflix. Uh, so sad. That this is kind of like every cat. You know how like cats are mean. Yeah. And like if you like give them milk, they're like, I actually don't want milk. But when you're eating cereal, they're like, I really want milk right now. Yeah, please. Yeah. That's like every cat. It's Rum Tum Tugger is every cat, and mm. every cat is Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah. This is and. That, he's got some deceptively hard, like, lines in this. There was that section where he's spitting it out like he's Twista. Like, blah, 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 And yeah. I, 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 I'm baffled as to how anyone can sing that quickly. And the words he's saying are wild. They're, like, very, like, high vocabulary for what he's supposed to be. But, I mean, I guess hot guys can be smart, too. Prove it. <laughs> Run the proving it right now. <laughs> oh, that he's just he's he's well read. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like he's like I'm watching Lost season one for like the fifteenth time right now, and you've got Sawyer, who is the bad boy, who's like you think he's like the no good redneck, but he's cracking into Watership down, wow. and he's blowing Ugh. through that in a couple days. They uh, a like five is five or six episodes into Lost, they figure out that Sawyer is hot changes the fucking game. Ooh. They decide that he's not just going to be like a no good dirt bag. He's going to be like a no good dirt bag with like a heart. You know what mm. I mean? And it it changes the face of television. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> the saxophone comes in. Like it's Last Friday night by Katy oh. Perry. Um, oh God. They had to emphasize the cuddling bit again. Yeah, he he does it. not care. And that's how you know that he's bad. And this is like our dance break 
But it's a dance break that doesn't feel like a hundred years long. No, it's perfect. Which is what he's been doing this whole time. He's doing some Bye Bye Birdie shit. <laughs> wow, during that? Okay, wow. okay. And, wow, you interrupted the chugger. Wow, he, so he would not. He would not be happy. That yeah. I tried so hard to hold it in. I thought you were just getting really into him. <laughs> no. Kind of going on. It can be both. Six to yeah. one, really half dozen to the other. Okay. Uh, and we appreciate the effort. You're <laughs> yeah, like weeping you. yeah. right now. <laughs> I thought I could make it through the scale. <laughs> You're weeping, and it's not from the sneeze. It's not from uh, the allergies. It's the tugger. It's the tugger. Well, he brings while it I've up. made my presence known again, I have to say that it's the hottest song I've ever heard. It's so good! It's, it's so good. Deeply erotic. We'll show you the video. We'll show you the music video after this. I remember seeing Please. the trailer on, um, I had a VHS of something, and the Cats trailer was at the beginning, oh, in the credits, amazing. and I kept being like, who's that? Ah, it's Roger Tiger. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'm gonna. It's the Tiger. Uh, yeah, it's oh, and so this is Jason Derulo in the I in can't the wait. Film I cast. can't wait. Do you? So this this is a running bet that I like to ask everybody who comes on the show. Do mm -hmm. you think? And you're the most relevant person so far. Do mm -hmm. you think that Jason Derulo is going to give us a? Jason Derulo in Cats. Oh, no. no. No? I don't think so. You don't think it's just like in his writer <laughs> that it has to be somewhere in Cats? I wouldn't be surprised though if he was like, the rum dum dog at some point. <laughs> he just did it as his character name yeah, instead. Yeah. Has Jason Derulo, is this his like acting debut? Probably. <laughs> or does he have like a Drake Degrassi style career uh. before this? I don't think so. I think this is his debut. I think so. I am going to go to the IMDb because I did not do my research before. I do my research during. What is, does Jason Drillo do Talk Dirty to Me? Uh, the Poison song? No. No. <laughs> yeah, does Jason Drillo. Uh, Alexa, who sings Talk Dirty to Me? Alexa, who sings Talk Dirty to Me? Talk Dirty to Me is by Poison. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm thinking of what I'm going to do. I'm my phone. Um, I, I, yeah. I didn't want to say it. Um, I'm going to look it up. Okay, yeah, because all of his acting credits that I'm seeing are in Jason Derulo music videos. Mm. He is on one episode of uh, the Lethal Weapon TV series. Uh, so good for him. He's on one episode of Empire. Uh, so this is, yeah, this, this, is, this is Derulo's big moment. Everybody's talking about, like, the lead cat, yeah. you know, our ballerina. Like, this is her mm -hmm. big debut. This is her time to shine. But I think oh, this yeah. is really Jason Derulo's I think so. big debut. I think Jason Derulo's going to join the Avengers. Uh, he's going to be the new Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to be like, Arachna boy! So they can have Spider-Man in all but name. Yeah. I don't know when this episode's coming out. Maybe there will be huge Spider-Man news. But as of this moment, Spider-Man... He's out. Yeah. He's not in the Avengers no more. And Tom Holland unfollowed Sony on social media, so he's, oh, he's upset. He's pissed. Yeah. He also, like Jason Derulo sings Talk Dirty. 
Ah, just not to me. No. He's just talking dirty to himself. In general, yeah, he's just talking He's dirty. just telling people that they should talk more dirty. Yeah. I'm glad we figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, play a Rum Tum Tugger. The Rum Tum Tugger from Cats by the Musical Singers from Spotify. Okay, I thought she was going to do the poem for a second. They have a The Rum Tum Tugger <laughs> is a curious. Again. That sounds like a different version. Might be. This is different. This is different. This is different. I feel like they're going less hard. Mm. The like meter is different. He's like breathier. And there isn't any call for me to shout. Shout it. Alexa, stop! I've never used an Alexa before, so I was really, I was really trying to trying to make that happen. I yeah. hope because we talked to Alexa on this show, people in their own homes oh. listening to this Ooh. out loud are having Alexa just start blasting. Yes. Rum Tum Tiger starts asking. Uh, this is the first time I'm noticing your little waitress pie holder. Mm-hmm. That was my first Broadway show. Oh. Was Borellis and Waitress? Wait, which... a magical experience. When was this? When it was closing, like, uh, like uh, earlier this year? It's closing right now. It's closing right now? <laughs> yeah. They were talking like, it is closing now! No, it's closing in January. Okay, well, I saw was... the Borelli's Waitress with yeah, Gavin was... Creel. Um, I don't... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm bad. I just okay. know Borellis from the version that I saw. I only know Creel, um... The first time I knew about him was because there was he was like rumored to be dating Andrew Rannells, and I was like, wow. with Andrew Rannells in high school. Andrew Rannells, who is mystifyingly in his forties, I know because he was doing voices on like Yu Gi Oh a hundred years ago. Yep, and, and he was in he, Pokemon Live. I, was, yes, yeah. he was James he in was Pokemon James. Live. I saw it in February, according to my records. Oh, cool. I had to consult the the cryptic text. I think that's when I went to. I've seen it twice because it, they do stunt casting, and I'm. Uh, I always fall prey to stunt casting, so I saw when it was Sarah Brothers and Gavin Creel, and then Jeremy Jordan did it too, and I was like, wow. well, I have to see Jeremy Jordan, and uh, both times very good. Very good. Very I didn't good. see, like, the McPhee administration or any of I the I think other... that was West End, so oh. it would have been wild if you did see if it. If I had gone to go see it. Yeah, no. well, it's closing, so everyone's saying, it's closing in January, and everyone's saying, like, Jordan Sparks is playing her right now, but everyone's saying that oh. Borelli's is going to come back and close it out. Because that's what I feel like when I saw it in February. That's what they were trying to do. Like, that was the impression I got is, like, this oh. is closing now and Borellis is closing it out. That was Maybe they wrong. extended it? No, it never. Okay, I'm You're just wrong. wrong. <laughs> I'm just wrong. Yeah. It happens constantly. <laughs> I. It's much more rare that I am correct. Well. That's why you need to have people on the podcast to tell you that you're wrong. You know, I learn something bold and new every episode of this <laughs> show, and this is just what I'm learning now, is that Waitress didn't close when no, I thought it closed. it's closing in January, as I said. You know what? It's a good show. It is a good show. I Cats, this podcast is going to fuck up my Spotify most listened to for the year uh, in a big bad way, because I listened to Rumtum Tugger like six times on the way over here just mm, to like really get yeah, in the headspace. Get in the headspace of Rumtum Tugger, like who is he? What does he want? <laughs> what is? What are his goals, his wants, his needs? Girl what is cats, this character's yeah. perspective? Where did he come from? Why does he want to ascend the Jellicle Plane? 
It seems like he's having I don't think enough he wants fun to. on Earth. I don't, I don't think, think he wants, he wants to. to. I think he was just stealing Spotlight. Yeah. It's I think crazy. He, he just wanted everyone to pay attention to him. He's like those mm-hmm. people that run for president who have Ugh. zero chance in the world of ever becoming president. And yeah. they they have to know that, right? Yeah. They must know, like, Pete Buttjig <laughs> is not going to become president. But I think he just wants people to know who Pete Buttjig is. Yeah. I don't know anything about politics. Um, even though I have a Hillary Clinton hanging in my room... The yeah. real Hillary Clinton. I have a real Hillary Clinton in my room. <laughs> in the room. I used to not know anything about politics because you didn't have to. Yeah, now we have to be on our toes. Yeah. I, oh, remember eight years of not knowing or caring what was happening Exactly. In the White House? Remember uh, voting for Obama for the second time, first time for me voting, and I was just, everyone at high school was like, who did you vote for? And I was like, I'm not telling. <laughs> and now I'm just like, I voted for Hillary both times. Sorry, Bernie. <laughs> we're not talking about politics, Going to we're get talking into about this now. We are talking about the least political man of all time, Rumtum Tugger. <laughs> Someone we can all get behind, Rumtum Tugger 2020. Do you, so let's, we'll, we'll do plugs and then maybe we have something else to talk about. But what, what, is there anything you want to share with the people? Where can they find you? Mm -hmm. Where can they see you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Canti Conti, C-A-N-T-I-C-O-N-T-I. Also on Instagram, same. Same way. Same handle. And I post all my shows there. I do, I host like three shows a month. It's impressive, like, how many shows you put up on a regular basis. you got more than Mutuals, you got the film festival, Mm -hmm. and you've got Kate Kits. Yeah. Uh, Is that it? Do I have the That's all three. We're we're working on another one right now. Another one? So, like, one a week every month. Basically. Are you uh, insane? (laughs) I'm crazy. My therapist is like, can you do less? And I'm like, no. Uh -uh. Absolutely not. I'm a rotom tugger therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Can you do a high kick? Yeah, and he's like, please sit down. And <laughs> That's all right. You're braver than I. I like to do maybe, I like to host like maybe one show a month. I do it for charity and I put like my whole effort into that show. That's the way to do it, I think. But I also have like four podcasts. So who the oh, fuck okay. am I? So you're not a good person. <laughs> you're not a good I'm, person. I'm a monster. Yeah. Um, yes. Wherever you're finding the show, there's a way to, you know, like, review, subscribe. Please do that. They help me a lot. Patreon, patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Support this show, support the other shows. And you get access to an exclusive podcast where we talk about Hamilton minute by minute. You can also hear our waitress thoughts wasteress uh, pre and post game on that same feed uh listen to the puff and publishing podcast my improv show listen to uh the jive action nerds my tabletop show uh read my cola wars short stories about the bloody military conflict between coke and pepsi uh and that uh, and uh tv's kevin lanigan twitter and instagram and all the all the usual spots any anything else this is your big time with cats is there anything else that you must get out to the people um, about cats? Or about anything. Oh. You can really just call your shots right here. So you want to talk about Glee some more? Um, always. <laughs> A magic feeling It's grown so strong Always leads me to where I belong Won't go away Never lets me down I've got the greatest friends
This has been a Talkback Podcast.